If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch was probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. Available now from Saskatoon Folk Rap Records, Mental Health Day, the new album by Winnipeg rap icons Gruff and Yai. The eight-track record is available now on vinyl, on cassette, and in digital formats from saskatoonfolkrapperecords.bandcamp.com. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, one of the things that's happened this year, as everyone knows, is we've been stuck inside with the pandemic uh, for a year, two years now almost, and just dealing with a bunch of crap uh, that has prevented shows from happening and pre- prevented a lot of bands from sort of getting together to even rehearse or record or anything like that. But things are hopefully easing now. It seems like shows are happening, uh, records are being released, things like that. So um, I have a return guest on the show. You've been on a bunch of times over the years, and I think you were actually one of the first guests we ever had when we started having guests like in 2013 or something so it's always always great to talk to you glad to have you back on i think the best way to start this off is if you want to introduce yourself and maybe give a bit of background about what you do in the city musically yeah uh sweet sam thanks for having me um yeah i'm jd ormond and i write music for a couple of bands um one is Ultra Mega, my first and original, my bay, basically. <laughs> um, my original bay. Been writing music as Ultra Mega for almost 20 years now. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, we've been a band in various incarnations for, for almost that amount of time. Um, we, we take big, long hiatuses in between uh, shows and rehearsals and hangouts, but yeah, what started as a two-piece with me and my childhood friend Ben Jones uh, now is a, I guess, a six-piece um, that consists of three guitar players, a keyboardist, a saxophonist, a drummer. Cool. So we're a whole different beast now. Well, that's kind of what but, I wanted to ask you, actually, is, is just that because it seems like every time I hear of some new ultra mega thing happening, the lineups tweaked a bit and you're kind of the constant, right? This is, is you and then whoever you happen to be working with at the time. Yeah. Ultra mega is basically like the, uh, I guess, the, the, the vessel for a certain type of musical expression that I, I go for. I mean, okay. probably like that's it's the uh, it's the it's the title I use for uh, most of my own material. Um yeah, and like it's just it seems to just I don't know, I, I just kinda wanna release my material under that moniker, whether it be like a even like this record we're putting out, it was just 
basically mostly just me tracking it with a, with a friend, um, but inviting people in just to kind of like add some add some swass. But it's like very low key. It wasn't a wasn't a band thing. It's yeah. just like an opportunity to kind of hang out and, and make some make some stuff with a friend with with Jesse Reimer, um, local, I guess. Uh, recording engineer friend of mine cool. um, at his place in Wolseley. But, you know, I, I still think it's got, it's got um, all, an ultra mega kind of vibe, whatever that, yeah, I don't know. What does that, what, is, what does that mean? I mean, like uh, based on your previous recordings, right. And having seen you live, like probably the first time really pretty early on. Um, yeah. I think I know what the ultra mega vibe is, but then listening to the new single you have off this new record, it's a little different. I mean, uh, and every time it's a little bit different. Do you, is there a way to define what the ultra mega vibe is or is it just whatever you happen to be putting out there at the time? Yeah, I guess it's like, I don't know. I, I, I just think it's, um, it has elements of just kind of alternative. It's just vaguely an alternative, uh, band that just, you know, it goes in many directions as long as it kind of feels, uh, I don't know. Um, a kind of like strange. I, I would say, <laughs> you know, overarchingly, kind of like has elements of like kind of weird. It's definitely weird, and it's become a little bit weirder as as uh, as time goes on. I guess we all just get more kind of strange in our in our older age. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And we're willing to just be, I don't know, just a little more. Uh, I don't know, uh, aligned with those, those things. So it's like, you know, i never would have thought that I would have, I have a saxophone player in the band, you know, if I was yeah. 20 years old and thinking like, yeah, that's, that's going to be something that I would have in the future. And I, you know, um, but it kind of makes sense. We, 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 we like to kind of like, um, interpret our music, you know, when, when we form again and which we are now, we usually have this kind of like, uh, secondary kind of visual idea of what we're trying to do. And often it's like, you know, whether it be like psychedelic uh, lawn bowling, <laughs> uh, geriatric music. Right. It was like somehow that made sense to us as we were like crafting some of this material. It's like, oh, it's just like senior citizens on, on acid <laughs> lawn bowling. Yeah. Like that's that music. And then we kind of like, we have this concept this visual concept um, that we're, we kind of strive for. Um, so it's just, it's, it's abstract, I guess. Yeah. It's like, it's a lot of like weird abstractions, but it's like, we, we try and have a visual, uh, a visual um, guide post to, to, to get us along. Like, yeah, also we were somehow it, it we, we, we hit on the idea that we were kind of like, like kind of like eighties and nineties cop police music. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, yeah cops cruising around kind of like simmering and and uh, smoldering and moody and okay. you know a little bit dark and you know ethereal kind of stuff but like with a with a kind of like a head nod and yeah. groove or just like i can see lot. that i can see that i like i like um you know i've always liked hip-hop and uh country music and you know alternative alternative music like nirvana yeah. and the groove heavy stuff but like Lyrically, definitely wants to. Ultra Mega is also like about pushing into some strange territory and and expressing expressing that. So it's like I, I feel like this this record right now has 
a lot of that. And it's, yeah, anyhow, so... Well, that that weirdness yeah. though, like you mentioned, that that always comes across as being genuine. It doesn't seem forced. Like the weirdness seems like kind of the natural expression of whatever it is you are thinking about when you're writing the songs. I know a lot of people can seem weird and quirky in an attempt to sound like something, but I don't get that with yours. It just seems mm. like this is kind of the authentic <laughs> expression, uh, and it ends up being sort of weird, but it works. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and also I say weird, but I mean like. You know, I would consider the mouth boat also to be like pretty friggin' out there. Um, yeah, right on. That's dope. Yeah, Sweet but yeah, that, that's uh, the same thing. That was that was a genuine expression of whatever weirdness uh, we had, right? Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. And you guys were, I, I felt like a lot weirder than than us. Like I was also like, I'm, I'm like fairly rooted in like, you know, like say like just standard kind of like country roots music is also is is also like a a main kind of like you know i just like simple rhythms really yeah. and then say, and then saying some weird stuff over top with with some harmonies and that's that's our formula it's kind of like i would say like the sadies and like and some elements of like ween okay are 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 constant like you know we we like that stuff too it's like we like to i, I don't know i think the band is also pretty pretty laid back and finding an easy path to make like chill stuff to say some bizarre shit over top but <laughs> that's the ultra mega uh way yeah i like that it's, it's a good it's a good it's a good uh plan as a band to just mm-hmm. to be chill and mm-hmm. say weird shit i like it yeah A warm sun greets me as I step out my back door. In an instant, I'm overheating. Pants are just a little bit short. Tug at them and they bunch up my briefs. If I was a bird, I'd fly off the back deck. What if I got hurt? So I decide to use the steps. I'm slipping in a hole in my lawn. I look around to see if anyone's seen me. I open up my mouth for a yawn. I'm hoping that it inspires a real one. State side blowing in the breeze. He aging, he's smiling, but someone's blackened out his teeth. I lift up the latch from the latch. Follow the cracks in the cement. Lift up the trash into the trash. Close the lid and I say goodbye, Felicia.
does the I mean I know you're involved in other projects as well like the Sunshine Band has been a, a clearly a big part of what you do for for years now um with Ultra Mega, is it kind of um, the the timing, I guess, on when you get back together, when you release things, when you record things, is it sort of arbitrary? Is just whenever you're able to do it? Or is it more deliberate? Like, do you think, okay, this year we're going to do an Ultra Mega record, or does it just kind of come about organically? Mm-hmm. Well, often it's like, we kind of like, we, we, we definitely form for little bursts of time, two months, two months at a time, sort of when we have concerted jams. But they... We, you know, we, we've taken years off, or, you know, we, we haven't jammed because of the, obviously because of the pandemic yeah, shows no weren't happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I, I guess I just kind of wait for the, uh, appropriate, uh, you know, maybe event or situation to, to pop up. Like I'm, I'm right now, I'm kind of like big into just doing things for and with friends and family. So like just, just little things for like, we, we played my mom's 70th birthday party in front of her house last year that's awesome uh, yeah just on the street like midday on Bannatine. cool and it was cool we had like fireworks and just it was you know and and prior to that we played the rainbow trout festival which yeah. is like which is you know our kind of like um i don't know hometown hometown fest that we've we've yeah i mean we we know those people so well and kind of like a family thing yeah. so definitely um it's just the little special things. I mean, like there's, uh, and which there, there are a lot of, you know, if you, if you kind of like step out of the kind of the club circuit or, you know, I don't know if we're necessarily into that, into that mode these days, there's a lot of young bands that, that are going for that. For sure, yeah. But, uh, I don't know, just, um, just kind of like odd, you know, odd little events are, are what we're into. Um, and oftentimes it's, we have to wait for people to ask us to do them yeah because we're yeah. not we're not putting the, we're not putting those on ourselves so like but like snow dance like out in falcon ridge was, was, yeah. was always a nice nice time to play we could we and we could give ourselves enough time to curate some some new vibe which always takes a takes a bit of time with the band because the, you know the concepts are always a little bit out there and you know you know we, it always takes some time to massage ourselves into this collective understanding about what's going on. And sure. especially with, especially with like six different players, um, you know, six different vibes and energies. It's like, we, we've got to like learn how to be cohesive and, fo- and, 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 and get to a, get to a common thread because really like if, if we don't do that, then it's, it can be a disaster, you know, like yeah, sure. just, it just doesn't make any sense what we're doing and it takes a bit of time for us to make sense with with, with it so it's like, yeah. well that, that's a good place to be though right is where where you don't you're not going to be playing every week necessarily you're, you're waiting for the the shows that fit right and feel right and you have uh, a crowd that's going to be receptive to you because it is friends and family and that kind of vibe so it's kind of mm. a, a better position to be in than oh shit we have to play a show every weekend at some bar and hope people get it right yeah absolutely i mean i think those are those are very good things to do as a band just to get comfortable playing and getting better as a band. I mean, sure. like, we, we like, I, I don't think we've necessarily improved. We, you know, in, in a many, many years as a band, <laughs> I just think that we're, we, we get together to, to, to work on ideas together and, you know, and usually play one or two shows based off those ideas. And then, and then that's that. And then yeah. we, we take a break and then we form again for another thing. So it, it, to answer your question, it's basically like when, 
when the time is right and we, we don't we don't force it and we haven't been forcing it for for a bunch of time but we're still we're still like locked in as a, as a band you know we're still like still have the players that are, are committed to coming and, and just it's kind of a you know it's a it's a bit of a family thing now yeah. you know with the people involved like um you know josie cron and aaron johnston and uh, uh tj blair has been in the band for two years yeah. two or so years um we've got dan morose on sax and rich, rich my friend uh rich bolton on bass it's just like people who've been playing together for, for, for a while. And, um, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty sweet to be in that, in the energy of all these, these friends that are like, you know, some, it's an excuse to hang out and, yeah. and That's, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I guess too, at this point, I mean, you know, like you're not, you're not 20 anymore. So the, the, the focus is different, right? The focus on why you're doing this and who you're doing it for and what kind of the ultimate goal is, I'm sure is very different than, Maybe not when you started Ultra Mega. I'm not sure if that's been kind of the idea all along, but a lot of people starting bands when they're younger, they have this, these plans, right? What they expect is going to happen. And once you get to, to our age, I guess, really, you sort of know what's going to happen and you can tailor it to that, to what your expectations are and what your goals are. Yeah. And it's yeah, yeah. it's almost easier because you don't have to worry about, oh, am I going to make it when I'm 30? Because that was that's already gone, right? I mean, you're doing it for yeah. different reasons now. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, it's pretty nice to not have... To, to, for the only pressure to be like, I don't know, clicking. Yeah. You know, clicking together is like, and it's still, it's, it's, it's its own reward. It's just like once we, because that, and that can happen in the jam space, you know, that can happen. Like we, we had our first jam yesterday, actually okay. in, in like in two years, you know, <laughs> close to two years. And, um, and it was like somehow the magic, the magic was there and yeah. like everyone was feeling it. And it was like, you know, we had we had uh, Smoky Tigers also joining the band, so he's like, you know, everyone just kind of laying back and just adding little bits of color, and it was just it was pretty beautiful, beautiful time we had together. Awesome. Um, so that's, it, yeah, I mean, that's its own reward, and it's it's nobody wants to nobody wants to be necessarily like struggling with, you know. Like you know, have you have you watched that Metallica some kind of monster documentary? The, the, the one where they go to the shrink. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Some, yeah. Like, like look at look at those hurting dudes. Oh yeah, yeah. They're just like they have no creativity anymore. They don't know how they they've done it. Like, and but they're still forcing it. Yeah. Um, and that's with diminishing uh, returns I mean, every time too, right? Because I mean, it seems like every time they put out a record, it gets less and less critically acclaimed, and it sucks more because yeah, they're they're just going through the motions. Yeah, and they're just you know they're, but. Yeah, just squeezing whatever blood from a stone or what <laughs> yeah. you know. It's uh, <clears throat> so like no, no. We we definitely are aware of like not wanting to put ourselves through that kind of um, awkward situation. Yeah. And I'm, you know, so it's the path to least resistance, the path of re- least resistance, really for for me for how like if if I summon the troops, basically, it's it's got to be. I have to have a good good roadmap for how things are going to be okay. kind of simple enough for people to, to to gravitate towards you. So that so that and that and that's kind of one of the reasons why Ultra Mega is morphing all the time because I don't know. We just want to make it more accommodating for each other. Yeah. Um, there was there was a time where like writing songs for me was like I somehow you know always seemed to write like 
what 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 other people considered complicated tunes um like and it was very hard it was like pulling teeth to get to get us to dial them in okay and i don't know we just kind of like changed it a little bit by simplifying things like rhythmically and just lo- like chilling out and then we got really obsessed with like playing chilled out music like relaxed and just like dreamy soft yeah. easy grooves and that was a big thing and then we and then we kind of moved beyond that to like oh, there's kind of like an instrumental dark thing um you know less less lyrical um to the point we're at now where we're doing this this new album and uh it's it's kind of like a, it's it's like a loosely kind of it's a loose story it's supposed to be okay. kind of a linear a linear thing so you know um the only instructions i had to the band was like learn the tunes but like also like don't step on it don't like let's not all step on each other let's just play it like it's it's very bad it's very kind of soundscapey stuff so it's i don't know we're all we seem to we seem to do all right i was i was very impressed with with, i was very impressed with us yesterday If you need 
actually does do a little like taxi service but he's just his car but he'll like pick you up anywhere in the city within city limits like kind of any time of night really you just got to give him 20 bucks like i can give you his, his number if you want Does doing something linear like that, does that, uh, I mean, the way people consume music these days, unfortunately, is that they're not going to necessarily listen to something from start to finish, right? They're going to be clicking all over the place or listening to it on a streaming thing or putting it yeah. on a shuffle. Do you have to take that into account when trying to make something that is more of a single sort of piece that connects in order um, to make the song stand out kind of on their own, I mean? Absolutely. I, I don't know if the, the listener is really going to gonna pick up on, on, on okay. that at all. Um so like, I'm not insisting that anyone like listen to the whole thing front to back, but we, but that was the intention, right? So I, so what, it, what it was is that I had these little, these little kind of soundscapey groove things that I was just, I just wanted to use to, as a, as a musical layer for which I could put um, interviews and conversations with people at the Sunshine House oh, over cool. top of. Okay. Yeah. So it was just like, okay, very simple. Um, a very simple thing, like I just have these, yeah, and that'd be, and so I would, what, 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 what had happened is that I, I recorded them, and then I brought people into the Sunshine House to have just, just chat. So I just got two microphones and I sat, similar to how we're, yeah, whatever your your format for just an opening conversation, but just very open ended. So I would just be like, hey, how's it going? Like, what's up? What did you do today? Yeah. Oh yeah. What did you eat downstairs? <laughs> oh yeah. Like that spaghetti? You like spaghetti? What do you like? What's your favorite food? And then I'd get people kind of talking and then just ch chopped. Basically, I took those conversations and I chopped them up. Okay. And I would just like take words and like run. And it was just fun. It was super sweet. But I like suck at recording. And so like I, there was so much clipping and shit going on. And uh, I was like, I can't release this, but yeah. it's a good concept and whatever. So I went, I took, I, so I, I took all the, the idea to my friend, Jesse, Jesse Reimer and uh who has a little home studio um and i was like let's let's do this again let's let's just redo this whole whole thing okay you know so we retract we retract the music and uh then it was just like 
you know, I kind of like started digging the music a lot more because it was like we were actually like focusing on it a little more. And it made me kind of like want to do something a little different, a little more. I just wanted to tell my own story, really. Okay. You know, it was less about other people. And it was just like, I'll, I'll tell a story, you know. So I just used it to and then and then the story itself was very hard to to understand. But I was like, I kind of loosely wanted to base it on, on a walk. Okay. from in my neighborhood like a neighborhood walk where like almost in real time to the music and like <clears throat> so the, the album starts and it's like you know the the first line is a, uh, a warm sun greets me as i step out my back door and that's meant to be in real time me okay. exactly what i see as i walk you know to the music and then the next song comes and i'm in a i'm walking up sergeant and then you know i meet someone and that you know that kind yeah. of thing um so so yeah, anyhow, I got, so that's, that was the intention behind it, but it was actually very, very tricky to create this because, you know, I wanted it to be kind of like the, my automatic response to what I see, kind of like my, my experience, my un, you know, uncluttered experience for yeah. what I, what I experience, what I see when I'm there and in that exact time. So I was just taking these walks and trying to like, you know, I must've looked like kind of a nut. Cause I'd just be like standing in the street, kind of like trying to absorb where I was yeah. and just kind of trying to find the right, the exact, the exact, you know, uh, feelings as I, as I, as I, as I received them, okay. exactly what I felt, exactly what I saw. Um, it's kind of like that, but it's not really, it's, I had to, I had to take, take it back and like, you know, put some jokes in there and yeah. just make it a little, <laughs> a little more relaxed because I don't know, admit, it was an experiment anyway for, for that. One of the things that... So, I, well, first of all, actually, before I go on to the ne next question I had for you, do you, um, when you're doing that, like, were you actually taking notes or anything, like, to look extra weird? Uh, or were you... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I was taking notes. I was like, you know, I would walk and I'd look at the ground. I'd, you know, notice something. And then, you know, I'd be like, you know, I really wanted it to be exactly like I'm outside of yeah. the Zuki Memorial on, you know, Agnes and Sargent's like I'm 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 in the parking lot of Safeway now like you know there's three cars around me and one had you know I look into the window of one of them and like you know I come around the backside of Royal Bank and then I'm now I'm heading towards uh XQ's lounge on yeah yeah on going in so it's like yeah I mean real time I took many walks like I was I'd walk downtown I'd walk through the west end I'd walk you know up to garbage hill yeah I'd go into the industrial area behind garbage hill and just kind of like this was like I had you know I guess I had nothing better to do I was <laughs> I was on Serb yeah yeah shut down and I was taking walks there was not much else going on and they were they were some some super trippy super trippy times okay. downtown was so so dead the West End was so dead and quiet, but like yeah. it was, but it was like this, it had this weird cosmic sparkly energy about it. Like the buildings just like radiated with character and the sun yeah. was so bright and like, you know, the shadows up, up, up the buildings was, it was quite trippy. So I'd like, I totally get lost in, in, uh, lost in thoughts and kind of like, yeah, I'm trying to, trying to pull some, uh, some inspiration out of the out of the <clears throat> the environment. So really, it's a the album is kind of like a it's a bit of an ode. It's like an ode to to the West End and to, to like where I was at last year and to oh yeah. So 
that's what that's what that is. We may have talked about this before. I know because I, I know you've been on the show a bunch of times, but um, I really like that kind of specificity in music, even if it's somewhere I don't recognize. Like, I mean, uh, Wu-Tang is great for this, where they're talking about, you know, specific specific stuff in, in Staten Island. And I've never been there. I don't know what any of it is, but you kind of get the, the image of what it is, even if you're not from there. And there's all these, yeah. like, kind of um, landmarks, even, that I've heard so many times in those songs that I know what it is, even though I don't really have the personal experience of, of going there. So mm-hmm. it's always cool to hear that when someone is talking about something that's not necessarily universal, but can be made universal by the listener. Oh yeah, I mean, like being transported into the the slums of Shaolin. Yeah, yeah. you know, I, like I I felt like I it was so visual their music that like you know if you I mean that's that's one of the things that like made them so immediately yeah like like they 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 basically blew out any anything I'd known before like when I heard Wu Tang I was you know I still love Nirvana but it was like Nirvana to Wu Tang and that it was all Wu-Tang and I couldn't, that was the trajectory. That's like right. their, their genius in, in one of their, one of their many talents is that they can, you know, it's just so gritty in the production. It's just so, yeah. Yeah. It's anyway, so, specific. A, so specific. A very prominent thing about hip hop is that they represent their, they represent their, their homes and they're, sure. they're, they're where they're from. And that's what, that's, that's super cool. And I, I mean, like it's, you know, I guess it, I guess it kind of happens in, in, in rock and roll too, you know, they certain, but there's, there's the the, same, it's not the same. Yeah. I mean, there's like, I I feel like you, a person can be, or a writer or whatever, they they can be heavy handed sometimes, you know, I, there are, there are writers out there that will just like name drop Yeah. because they know it's, it's instant. It's like an instant win. It's like an easy, it's kind of like an easy point. It's an easy, so it's like, I don't know, as much as I like want, as I do do that, you know, I mentioned like Sergeant Avenue on the, yeah. on the, on the album and I mentioned Garbage Hill. Um, I try and like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I try not to make that the, like the, the focal point really, but I, I really want to, it is, it is a bit of a, uh, I don't know. It's a tried and tested way to get, to get the people who know where that is yeah. to be like, to feel it, you know? And, um, so yeah, I, I, I like to use those things too. I, I like to, I like to represent for, for Winnipeg and for my, my neighborhoods. Yeah.
maybe one 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 more thing before I let you go here is like I know I've talked to other people about this um, who are from. I mean, we we grew up in the same neighborhood. We went to elementary school together, yeah. all that stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and so did a lot of other people who are cre- doing creative things. And it seems like it's like disproportionately that Wolseley has created people doing something creative, whether it's uh, music or writing or, or art or, or film or whatever. Like, what do you think it is about that? Why why did our little neighborhood generate so much in terms of just people putting things out in the world? Mm. Well, for me, like, it was really a special place, you know? Yeah. Um, it was, it's, a, it's, um, it's like a little forest of, I don't know, of, of, uh, of, cosmic creativity and and um i just always wanted to kind of like somehow express that and express the kind of like i i know i, I use the term ethereal a lot but like i feel like it, it it has those those sort of strange and cosmic and trippy elements that yeah. I, th- I think are pretty unique um in 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 the world or in the world of of i don't know creating creating stuff, creating music, uh, you know, I, and I also think it was so centrally located that like, it was so, such a balanced place. Yeah. Such a, such a, you know, it, like it allowed for so much, it was such a, it, like, it's, it's the, it's like the nexus of, of, um, of the, the, the neighborhoods that, that surround it. Like, yeah. Wolseley, like Wolseley's like the jewel at the center. And so like we, we got, we, we were, we were influenced by all types of different, you know, I guess neighborhoods and places, but like Wolseley had its own, you know, we would take those things and kind of like gestate them in the, in the womb that it was, was Wolseley yeah. and kind of like, and so I just felt it was a, it was a great, it was always like a place that like we could try and we had enough, it was enough, there was a safety net around us that we could, we could, yeah, we could work on ideas and like, yeah. we weren't, it wasn't, it was, it's, um, yeah, I don't know, a very, a very kind of like protected zone where like, you know, weirdnesses and expressions could, could be, could be worked on. And like we had, and, and, and the, you know, friendships were fostered based on those things too. Yeah. That's how, that's how, that's how I connected with, with, with my close friends. And, um, I feel like, there is that there is that energy to 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 Wolseley. Um, yeah, I so. That's a really Anyhow, good answer. That, that's, a, that's a better answer than I've heard from a lot of other people, actually, because I always try to figure it out. I mean, I, I feel the same way for sure. It's like we're in this little enclave that is connected to all these bigger areas and more kind of active areas, and there's this quiet, sleepy little community that we kind of drew from everywhere and had, had almost seems like we had time to create in Wolseley because mm-hmm. it wasn't as. Uh, I mean, it was busy, obviously, like anywhere else, but it, it seemed, yeah, it seemed like it was this quiet little corner um, where there was time to do this stuff and you weren't in the middle of the hustle and bustle that was right next door in all these directions in these different neighborhoods. Right. Yeah. And the thing that really interested me the most and has continued to and has taken up a lot of my time is just like unpacking the the process by which creativity is like, is like manifests itself. It's, yeah. it's uh to me, that's that's the most interesting thing, and it's like we we weren't bombarded with like again, it was it's sheltered and protected, so like we weren't bombarded with you know um, things that might distract you or, or sort of corrupt that purity of yeah. um, you know it's a it, it's a it's a you know it's like um, 
it's like a very it's a fragile little interesting ecosystem there you know so it's um it allows for like some some strange things to pop to pop out of it and that was like yeah that's that's also like where where ultra mega comes from like very sure. much it's very much wolseley it's a wolseley thing it's like yeah it's sleepy it's dreamy it's kind of trippy it's kind of a little bit um you know humorous yeah it's it's tongue-in-cheek it's all that stuff that's kind of like you have to like all, that stuff is is only communicated in, in subtleties you know it's um you can't really be too too like ham-fisted with with those elements they have to be like sprinkled in very delicately to yeah make, it's for it to make any sense you know for sure so yeah. it's that that's and that takes a lot of time you know I, I really like that explanation, actually. It makes complete sense to me. Um, so the good thing about this being a podcast is someone could hear it the day after it comes out or they could hear it like a year from now. What's the best, or, or later, right? I mean, this thing's been around forever and I'm not going to stop anytime soon, so it'll be out yeah. there floating around the internet for a while. So um, sure, yeah. what's the best way for someone to find out more about what Ultra Mega is doing or, or hear this new record once it's out and that kind of thing? Where would you sort of send them online to uh, to find you? Probably um, the Bandcamp page is... Uh probably the best way it's it's ultramega.bandcamp.com that's where like our music typically is uh is heard but um damn you know i i recently got instagram so we're on that it's all at, at ultramega204 okay and i'm just kind of like just doing a lot of jokes about the performance and the analytics of videos which i find <laughs> hilarious. yeah it's pretty funny um and so i guess i I post updates on there and we have a Facebook, an ultra mega Facebook. Cool. Um, I'm guessing that we will eventually have like a Spotify, but I'm, I'm, I'm so behind the times that I, yeah, I don't know I'm so, works either. so stupid with that stuff that I, I don't know. It's just, it's like someone else has to make that for me. Some... Yeah, dad, would you go to the store and get us some eggs? No problem, Dad. Thanks, son. You're welcome, Dad. Hey, son. Yeah, Dad? I love you. Love you too, Dad.
Oh. Excuse me, son.